Guys, welcome back. Mac Rollins here, Zen Cop. It is Saturday, the 16th of September. Welcome, and thank you for listening, and thank you for all the support. This is episode 11 of the Zen Cop podcast here on Spotify, and episode 24, if you are watching on YouTube. I wanted to start this episode by giving a quick shout out to a very special organization called Warfighter Overwatch. This is not an ad and I am not associated with them in any way. I just wanted to throw their name out there as they have been a huge help to some very important people in my life. And this organization has impacted so many people and they have given so much to the military and first responder community. And they have also personally assisted my agency through some very hard times that we have been through. And they continue to support law enforcement, first responders, and military personnel in so many different ways. So if you want to help support their cause and mission, you can follow them on Instagram at Warfighter Overwatch. And you can also visit their website at Warfighter Overwatch. That's one word, dot O-R-G. Guys, every week I sort of plan or otherwise start to think of new ideas and sometimes I'll write an entire piece and then silo it because I didn't like the way it came out or maybe I wanted to push it back or the recording didn't flow. Point being, I'm always trying to put out content that is relevant to what is happening right now. I also keep track of the things that are not only relevant, but also the things that keep coming back as relevant. And redundancy in this career field is typically a result of two things. One, crime trends, and those are somewhat challenging to predict and even more challenging to address. And uh, once they're set in motion, it's a tough thing to keep track of. And two, redundancy in cops making mistakes. And when that happens and it keeps happening, we are more than likely doing something wrong or we need to possibly change some things in regard to training or personal issues among the agency. The frustrating part is when we are forced to address issues in policing practice or even morale um, we can't just hit the pause button on crime and ask the bad guys, hey, can you just sort of hang out for a second? We're trying to address some training and morale issues. No, absolutely not. The bad guys are going to keep going and even more so because they are well aware of the lack of control right now and even more so aware of the lack of punishment and follow through. When we look at the big picture, we would see almost exclusively that the patrol mindset and overall morale uh, nationwide is not good, and it hasn't been for several years. And right now is not exactly the most savory career field to enter, and the motivation is definitely lacking for those currently employed. What's scary and, quite frankly, being overlooked is that we are in one of the most pivotal years of policing for our generation, and we don't even know it. We are currently experiencing a very sluggish and overall mentally draining mindset of what 2020 did to law enforcement. This is the year where we decide to keep laying down or get back up. And there are a lot of cops out there who are all asking the same question. And that question is, what's the point? And to their defense, it's not an irrelevant question to ask. In fact, that question probably holds the most value it ever has in a very long time, so much so that there are more cops leaving this career field for something else or retiring early now more than ever. And oddly enough, most of those cops are the ones that we need to stick around, especially the older guys who can still be leaders and still provide some type of hope for the next generation. Now, I want to be clear. I'm not saying they're wrong for leaving. I think anyone who does anything for their own well-being should do it, and they should do it tenfold. What I am saying is that we need to address the reason why they are leaving to begin with and quickly. 
if we were to explore the foundation of what makes any agency good, bad, or indifferent, it absolutely starts with patrol. Now, I know some of you may be saying, no, it starts with command staff. It starts with the administration. And yes, I agree. However, the point I'm trying to make is that right now we are thinking backwards in that regard. Toxicity and negativity is just about as contagious as the flu. And once it gets rolling, it's very hard to control. And I don't care what agency you work for. The brass is always going to do what they think is the best course of action, regardless of how it affects you. It's the nature of the beast and it's not personal, but they will push forward whatever they think will keep the lights on. It is what it is. That really drives home the point of ensuring that you and the rest of your team, the rest of your shift and the rest of whomever who still slings a gun and drives around looking for the scum of the earth has the attitude of, I know things suck right now, but I still love this job. If you ever get to the point of hating your job, and I mean truly hating your job, and it stays that way for a substantial amount of time, and you start to see yourself becoming the worst version of yourself, then maybe it is time to start planning your exit. However, if you still have it, if you can still find the reason why, if you still understand the reason why you got into this job to begin with, take a deep breath, focus, and try to find your reason all over again. For me, as cheesy as it sounds, I got into this job because I wanted to help people and I also wanted to change the stigma. That was my why. That why has changed over the years, probably a little bit more refined and direct, but the overall objective that I set out to achieve 13 years ago is pretty much the same. And looking at the bigger picture, there are lots of reasons that contribute to us becoming lost or stagnant in this career field. And there are lots of solutions to remedy that issue. But rather than, uh, rather than rattle off 100, you know, could be reasons, I'm going to leave you with one, one sure thing. And that one thing is trying new things or more directly doing something that you've never done before. And I know some of you may be thinking, well, that was pretty anticlimactic and pretty vague. And that's kind of the point. Do you really think that there's going to be some magic word or action that is going to catapult you into having a new and profound perspective on the job that you currently despise? And the answer is no. The process that brought you to this level to begin with was slow and agonizing. And unfortunately, the exit won't be much different. When you need to move up in life, it should be no surprise that you are going to have to pass by some of the more unpleasant things that ultimately brought you to where you are currently coming from. Those unpleasantries should also serve as reminders for what to look out for in the future. Now, going back to the concept of trying new things, my point with that recommendation was allowing yourself to experience and more importantly, learn about the things that can offset the funk, things that can help us find a new passion or even build confidence, which is a very overlooked topic. A lot of us get to the point where we sort of stall out because we're so comfortable and then we just sort of drift, right? What is my plan? What am I doing? Do I want to promote? Do I want to go to detectives? Do I want to go to dope? Do I want to go to gangs? Do I want to explore some full-time collateral stuff? And if you work for a smaller agency, those options may be limited. And in some cases, there may be none. However, get creative. I always remind cops that every unit, bureau, or specialty assignment, whatever, that was created by someone at some point. If you can justify the need and you're good at creating, create it. If you're not creative, but you have a good idea, find someone within your agency to help you and help you get that ball rolling. Understand, however, you just created a two-man team. But hey, if it works, it works. Roll with it. 
Also consider pre-existing assignments within your agency. If you think you'd be good at a particular assignment and you would probably apply in the future, don't start piquing your interest after they find the position. Do it when they aren't even close. That will absolutely get noticed because I will tell you this much. What gets noticed even more is when people put in for something and nobody within that unit has ever said hello to this person before, let alone seen or heard of what they are capable of doing as a cop. So showcase your talent and interest and in time it will get noticed and even better, it will be remembered when they read your name on the list of candidates who applied. And most of all, guys, train, 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 train and become proficient. There is truly something to be said about not only understanding something, but mastering it to the point of being confident and even more so teaching others. And I'm not necessarily talking about rest control tactics and all that. All of those things, very, very, very important. And yes, 100% train in those areas and train a lot, but also train your brain. That is the one thing that will build your confidence to the next level. When you come to a scenario where you ask the questions, do I, can I, or should I? Some of those decisions having to be made in fractions of a second, and you will have the answers. The best part about this job is that there are answers set in stone based on someone else who did it before you that will allow you to have confidence and the legal backing to move forward with whatever operation you are taking on. There is no excuse, zero. With social media, the internet, and all of that stuff being at the tip of your fingers as to why you don't know certain case law inside and out. You can scroll through some Instagram accounts and literally take screenshots, read about it later, and boom. You have just learned something about not only how to say to get into a car, but the why. And now you have the case law to back it up and to show others. That's confidence. And that confidence is absolutely contagious. And that is how we get back to business. That is how we will defeat this toxic environment. That is how we will take control of the criminality within our communities. It's not going to be easy, but if you consider the alternative, that should be motivation enough to at least stand up, adjust the belt, and get after it. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to like and subscribe. I will be back next week. In the meantime, you can follow me on Instagram at the Zen Cop. All of the previous episodes are still available on YouTube on the Zen Cop podcast. And of course, for your reading pleasure, you can always visit the blog at thezencop.com. Guys, thank you again for listening. Have a great week. And if you are currently feeling lost, don't forget to find your why. Thanks again, guys. Be safe.